Thanks so much for tuning in to Between the Lines. I'm Peter LaRuffa, and uh, this is a second part in a series of episodes uh, concerning baptism. But before I get started on our podcast episode today, I just want to give a shout out to the New Hope Center. New Hope Center is a ministry that I have the privilege of knowing for many, many years and actually serve on the board uh, currently. New Hope Center is a ministry that uh, offers unplanned pregnancy support after abortion care and sexual risk avoidance education. They've been in the area and functional for many, many, many years, blessing people with the grace and hope and help of the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and really meeting people's needs in very, very practical ways. Today's the fundraising banquet, and I have the privilege of emceeing that. So if you would, please pray for New Hope Center. Pray for our fundraising banquet that's taking place tonight. Pray that God would use that as he has in times past uh, to help us accomplish the things that we believe he's called us to do. And if you want more information on New Hope Center or you'd like to give online, check out newhopecenter.com. Once again, I said this is part two in a series of episodes concerning baptism. If you want more information on other episodes, log on to peterlarufa.com. That's Peter, L-A-R-U, double F as in French fry, A, peterlarufa.com. And you can find out all the information that you need there, as well as link to uh, the sermon that this is from, uh, which I preached back in May. I'll have a link in the podcast notes there. Uh, Today, what we're going to do is we're going to look at two more points from that sermon. So yesterday, Uh, we spend time focusing on the fact that baptism does not save us from our sins. That's a very important thing for us to remember, but also that baptism does symbolize our salvation. Today, I want to look at the fact that even though baptism doesn't save us from our sins and does symbolize our salvation, it is not necessary for salvation. Now, you may think that's very similar to the point that I discussed yesterday, but let me see if I can explain to you why this is so heavy on my heart. Because there are some who won't say that baptism itself saves, but that it's a necessary part for salvation. So in other words, they say that they fully believe in Jesus's finished work on the cross, but then say that baptism is a necessary element added to that or that must follow that in order for someone to truly be saved. And this is the belief in most churches of Christ, Uh, churches that call themselves Christian churches, Church of God, Disciples of God, etc. Most of them hold to this belief. And if they're not publicly preaching it, uh, you'll probably find it in their statement of faith. You'll find something that they believe that people are saved through uh, faith, repentance, and baptism, or something like that. It's usually there. And this is something that I want to call attention to, excuse me, not to throw stones, uh, but because I believe that this is not just something that we just agree to disagree on and move Move on. Um, for, for example, these are people who will keep their baptistry filled at all times, even run it with a pool filter so that at any time, day or night, if someone professes Christ, they can be baptized immediately. Why? Because they believe baptism is an essential part of salvation or part of the salvation process. And this is what we call baptismal regeneration. And this is also what we call a heresy. You see, just disagreeing on the mode of baptism, which we discussed earlier uh, in the episode yesterday, disagreeing and believing that you can baptize by sprinkling, I think that's inconsistent and wrong. Um, But at the end of the day, we still agree on justification. We still agree that people are saved by grace alone 
alone, through faith alone, and adding nothing to the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. That's not heretical. That's just what I would call wrong. We can agree to disagree there and go our separate ways, but I think we'll probably both see each other in heaven. The belief that baptism saves or that baptism is essential for salvation or that any work of our own is essential for salvation is heterodoxy. It's heresy because it nullifies what was accomplished at Calvary when Jesus said, and said with certainty, it is finished. It causes Jesus' death to be almost enough. He almost paid it all. He should have said it is almost finished. You, You should be wary of any church or any person who believes that baptism in and of itself is salvific or that is essential for salvation. It's a false teaching and it brings people and their actions into the center of salvation and not Christ and Christ alone. And whenever I'm discussing this with somebody, I direct their attention to the Gospel of Luke in chapter 23, beginning in verse 42. Jesus is on the cross, and the thief on the cross looks over to him and says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus' response to him says, Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus, very God, did not say, well, let's get down off this cross so I can quickly baptize you. Jesus did not say, oh, so close, but no cigar. No, Jesus said, because of his faith, because of what he professed, because he was putting his faith and trust in Jesus Christ, that today he would be with him in paradise. And so if baptism is required for salvation, we would have no record in the scriptures of somebody ever being saved apart from baptism. So baptism is not necessary for salvation. And once again, you should be weary of anybody who says it is, or anyone who says, well, there's a little bit of a different view on baptism. We take it a little more seriously. It's always worth looking into just what is meant by that statement, how seriously they really do take baptism. But point number four is that baptism is normative in the New Testament. I kind of understand why people may think that baptism is necessary because baptism is beyond a doubt the norm for the New Testament Christian. In other words, it was normative for Christians to be saved and be baptized, for one to profess faith in Christ and to fairly soon afterwards be baptized. It's certainly normative in the New Testament. However, going back to our last point, if you interpret scripture with scripture, you understand that just because it's normative does not mean that it is essential for one to be saved from their sins. In Acts chapter 8 and verse 36, we read this about Philip and the Ethiopian. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? It was the norm that he would be baptized immediately or very soon after he made a profession of faith. In Acts chapter 9, we read about the conversion of Saul and immediately something like scales fell from his eyes. This is Acts 9 and verse 18. And he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized and taking food, he was strengthened. So there, once again, you see Saul, the apostle Paul, professing faith in Christ and being baptized very soon thereafter. So baptism isn't for just special Christians. It's not for the serious Christians or the devout Christian or the mature Christian or the extra holy Christian or anything like that. Baptism is for those who believe. Baptism is for those who have been saved. And you don't need to walk with the Lord for a prescribed period of time to prove necessarily that you uh, actually believe what you believe. Now, 
it should go without without saying that in the end, um, I mean, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, right? Fruit will be born for those who believe that they are saved and for those who put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I'm just saying baptism isn't something that comes about later on in someone's life. It should come about close to the beginning of their walk with the Lord. And so you need to know this, that if you're a Christian, if you love Jesus and trust in him for salvation, and you've not been baptized, that's not normal. Baptism isn't necessary for salvation, but it is most definitely normative for a Christian to be baptized and to publicly profess their faith in so doing. And so in closing, I say this, what about you? Do you love the Lord Jesus Christ, and have you put your faith and trust in His finished work on the cross alone for salvation? Do you have the confidence that if your life were to end on this very day, that you would be ushered into eternity and would not pay the penalty for your sins because Jesus Christ paid that penalty for you, where He would absorb the wrath of God on your behalf? If that's what you believe, if your faith, if your trust, if all of your eggs are in one basket and that basket says, Jesus Christ. Friend, you are a believer, you are a Christian, and you should consider being baptized sooner rather than later. So I hope you'll consider these things as you consider your walk with the Lord, your standing with Him, and perhaps baptism is something for you. And if you go to our church, I hope you'll consider attending the baptism class as you continue to explore whether this is the right thing for you to do at this time for the glory of God. 